0: Good morning, everyone. It's Lee Henson, President and Founder of Agile, and it's time for today's edition of the Daily Stand-Up. Without any further ado, let's get started. Today, I wanted to talk about something that was brought to our attention from one of our visitors. They talked about company culture and how organizations are starting to use company culture as an excuse instead of leveraging it for you know, effective organizational change. And I find this topic quite interesting because it's a, it's a trend, and I see it happening. I see it when we go in and coach and when we're doing training in organizations. You know, the more experiences companies create through agile transformation, the importance of organizational culture just becomes crystal clear. It's most organizations' number one challenge, in fact. You know, it could be the very reason why organizations struggle with change and subsequently why agile doesn't work and it fails. Working on culture opens up a path forward. When you look at organizations that are doing Agile successfully, you know, you'll know you find that the culture builds the common ground and acceptance for business agility. So I guess the question becomes, what is organizational agility and why is it important to us? Right out of the gate, I want to say organizational agility is not safe or scrum at scale. In fact, it's none of the scaling methods. It's not about individual Agile frameworks or scrum frameworks. It has little to do with, you know uh people who are just looking for the the small things like couch corners or or dogs allowed in the office rules or <laughs> whatever it might be right organizational agility is about one thing alone it's about adaptability we talked about that yesterday with leadership today we're going to dig in and talk more about it within the teams and within the organization the truth is the market is changing again there i said it the market is changing You know, technology is offering all kinds of new possibilities to produce old things in a more efficient and fast way. We're going into a virtual world. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Organizations need to react and adapt. They need to change their strategy. They need to adapt adapt their products. They need to structure new processes and frameworks. They need to look for more global solutions. And they need to be more inclusive. So there's a whole new concept of digital business agility that I see now that I didn't see years ago. I see things changing. It's a matter of adding one more aspect to the real definition of traditional organizational agility. So you've often, anyone who's taken my class before, hears me say the ability to identify internal and external changes early and to derive new opportunities and create greater value for customers, that's agility. That's true business agility or organizational agility. It's about how people work. It's about creating that, that environment of psychological safety. It's about radical candor. It's about how teams and organizations on a whole behave and communicate do we plan on foresight and focus in on development step-by-step step to explore and learn along the way? Or do we monitor what's going on outside as well as inside? Are we willing to change direction to keep up with trends and drop things that are of no value? Can we react and execute quickly? I had a call this morning with one of our Agile Day coaches, and it was so interesting because one of the things that she brought up in our conversation, Emily said, you know, she says, I see a trend. With regard to UX, user experience, and how things are changing, what used to work when we could go and sit and evaluate the way someone behaved and the way someone executed and come back with a formal strategy to talk about how we can update our product based on the way the end consumer behaved, we, we don't have that same opportunity, or at least we have that opportunity, but it's framed up differently, right? And one of the quotes that she walked away with, she talked about, culture should be an opportunity, not an excuse. And the more I thought about that, I said, you know what? She's right. Uh, When you have organizational culture issues, that can either be your biggest impediment or the most powerful lever you can pull to help you move forward, to help you get to that point. So, you know, you can't understate how important it is to invest in culture and in change and in creating that Agile Center of Excellence. You know, I love to point this out because people always dig on me about PMI. But even if you think about individual Agile projects or not Agile projects at all, an organizational culture does not support agility is one of the most common reasons for failure. That quote came from a PMI report. That that was from a PMI observation. So why don't we take the time to tackle culture? Why don't we take time to figure this out? it's often because culture is either understood to be a certain way or under or not understood at all. It's a spongy soft feel good concept that people just don't want to mess with. It's a vague idea of what it looks like. And is it supposed to be hip and startup like, or is it supposed to be, you know, something that where does leadership want culture to go? And then secondly, Uh, Does this image differ from any of what we're trying to be perceived as as an organization? It's interesting because sometimes the culture on the inside doesn't necessarily reflect the culture of a product. So I think it's important for us to figure this out, right? We want this to be something that grows and changes and has morphed over time. It needs to be a living, breathing mass. It can't just be something that we put in and say, this is it, and it's never going to change. In fact, the pandemic has, if nothing else, the pandemic has taught us that this crisis should be an opportunity, right? We're facing a global pandemic. It throws us into crisis mode. We we learn that we quickly need to make adaptations. We need to change what we're doing. We need to focus on our strengths. We need to find a few things that are working. There's so many things that came out. Um, you know, one one that runs in my mind right away, one that sticks out, are um, there's the agile culture code uh, or the tech model. I think that was in 2020. There was also an article about uh, three company culture elements that increase agility that businesses can't go without. And they talk there about transparency, empowerment, conditionless empowerment, and collaboration. You know, I think the thing is, you can't change your mindset. You need to go in and you need to say, you know what? I'm tech compliant. What does tech stand for? Transparency, empowerment, and collaboration. And you need to go in and say, hey, I know where I'm going with this. I know what I'm trying to do. And I think if you come in with that attitude, you know, look for people who you can learn something from. Encourage them. Support them. Get them to speak up. We need to know what's going on and measure our impact. We need to be empowered not only to do the right uh, things, but to do not only to do things right, but to do the right thing, to make sure we're living in such a way and behaving in such a way that it's the way we want to be perceived as an organization. We need to be able to connect and team up with others, and focus on contributions rather than individual roles. And I think that when we start looking at things holistically and get a bigger picture, that's when we're going to have the best and greatest opportunities for agility. You know, that's going to wrap it up for today. I hope you enjoyed the session. As always, we encourage you to visit AgileDad.com where you can learn more about this topic and many others. And as always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until next time, do take care.